Hello and welcome back. This is the Voice of Jesus Ministries. My name is Rick. We're doing an ongoing series called The Promise from Jesus. It's about the greatest gift Jesus brought to planet Earth when he visited us, and that is the separate indwelling Holy Spirit for you. Before we get started, I always provide a, an email that you can contact us uh, with, with your thoughts questions, anything that you'd like to share, what Jesus is doing in your life, what the Holy Spirit has taught you. And you can do that at thepromisefromjesus at gmail.com, thepromisefromjesus at gmail.com. So the last time we were together, we were in chapter 15. We had just gotten started and we had gotten through verse 8, 15, chapter 1 through 8. Now that is in the Gospel of John or the teachings of Jesus as recorded by John. And so today we're going to pick up uh, well, uh, in verse uh, 9. But before we do that, I always go back a couple verses. So I'm going to go back to verse 7 and then run uh, starting in verse 9 today for a new continuation. So in verse 7, Jesus said this, But whosoever desires, ask to be changed. That's powerful. Boy, I'll tell you, that is just something. If you remain in me and my teachings remain in you, you will become my disciples and you will produce much fruit. By this my Father is glorified. 15, 7, and 8 are just huge, huge teachings. And they're snippets of what Jesus gave us. Okay, this is just two verses but it has so much, so much in it. My goodness. Just starting out with that first part, whosoever desires. And you, in order for you to desire, you have to have our Father in heaven drawing you to Jesus. Because that's what it says. John 6, 44 says that no one comes to Jesus unless Father who is in heaven draws them. That's how it happens. That's the desire that our Father is drawing you to His Son, to Jesus. And and don't don't try to get all mixed up on you know Father, Son, Holy Spirit at this point in your life. Just understand they're all one, and Father's drawing you to Himself. Okay. And so this will bring glory to Father. Okay, this is what this is all about. And so I'm going to go on in verse 9. This is starting new today in verse 9. Jesus says this, As my Father loves me, I also love you. Continue in love. So again, Jesus started out in chapter 15 by saying he was going to give us the elements by which we are cleansed. Okay, and here is one more right here. He says, as my father loves me, I also love you. Continue in love. By us continuing in love, okay, in our father, in Jesus, in the Holy Spirit, our lives are enriched and cleansed. Verse 10. If you keep my precepts, you remain in my love. Just as I keep my Father's precepts and remain in His love. 
Amazing, isn't it? If you keep my precepts, you remain in my love. Just as I keep my Father's precepts and remain in his love. Verse 11. Also, I declare to you that you remain in my joy, that your joy will be fulfilled. How about that? Not only should we remain in the love of Jesus, but he's telling us to remain in his joy. To remain in his joy. I'll tell you, I see a lot of people out there that, that uh, tell me if I ask them, do you know Jesus? They'll tell me right off the bat, yes, I do. But they're usually telling me with a faith that's, with a face that's kind of like this. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. I love him, yeah. Um, I'm trying to find the joy, you know. I'm really trying to find that joy. Because Jesus says, I declare to you that you remain in my joy, that your joy will be fulfilled. And a lot of people, they just, uh, I don't know. I know the world is a tough place to live in. You know, living on planet Earth, this is tough. You know, it's not easy. It's, it's contrary to everything that you know is right, good, precious, and has to do with the Holy Spirit. It just is, you know. Why? Because remember what Jesus said, you know, the world loves darkness. They love to live in things that are not of God. They don't want to live in the things of God. They want to live in the world because in the world they can have what they want, do what they want, be what they want at any given time. And they can boost their egos and they can boost their pocketbooks and, and then do things they shouldn't be doing. That's the world, you know. And it's tough living amongst that. I mean, come on. Look at look at here in the 21st century, 2023. What's it like driving today? I mean, did you or did you not experience some kind of crazy driving that was like, wow, I just didn't know that was a thing. You know, driving in the center lane, driving in the bike lane, driving on the sidewalks, passing people recklessly, cutting people off. Oh my goodness, it's it's just totally insane. And we have to live here. And then you say, you say when you're amongst that, I just don't feel very joyful right now because it has a way of getting under your earthen vessels, you know, it gets in here and it just, you know, it causes you to get all upset and it tries to draw you into it because it's this is of the world, that's of the world. And then you're inside a child of God living inside this earthen vessel trying to figure out how do I maintain this joy when, you know, this guy, he, he, he's brake checking me or, or he's the guy behind me keeps running up on me and honking the horn or they're trying to cut me off. And all you're doing is just trying to abide by the rules, regulations and laws that are set forth. But no, you're caught up in the, in the things that these people are doing in the world. Well, I'll tell you how, how it happens. Jesus says, if you remain in his joy. You see, this is the thing. We have to remember that as a child of God, our joy and experiences and manifestations of the Holy Spirit now 
in this world why we are stuck in our earthen vessels okay we're in here for a time and a season that joy comes from jesus and it's real it is real you all know what i'm talking about those of you that know jesus the way that you should know him you know the joy we're talking about here you're the ones that are singing a hymn or a praise song or you're the ones that just have a smile on your face as you're going down the road and people are just ripping around you and they're making hand gestures and hollering and honking you're the one that has a song in your heart you're the one that has a smile on your face which even makes them more angry you know you're not that you're not speeding and breaking the law number one but that when they do finally get alongside of you and look at you they always have to look at you you know they have to just take a look who, who it and then they see that you're happy and you're full of joy it's like that even wow that just totally goes blows their minds and they don't understand it so you know having that joy needs to be something that you, you gotta you gotta learn you know you gotta learn how to allow it to just flow in your life when there's so much craziness around you you know when there's so much that's pulling you in a direction that you don't want it to be pulling you and you have to have that joy okay so jesus says verse 11 also i declare to you that you remain in my joy that your joy will be fulfilled and that is part of that cleansing you know when you have joy flowing out of you you don't have things other than flowing out of you amen you know what i'm talking about verse 12 that as have that as i have loved you love each other this is my precept okay very important just as jesus has loved us this is one of many places that he tells us that we should love one another, love each other. And he says, this is my precept. This is my, my teaching to you. This is the, the concept I want you to lock into because this is what makes you one of my children and makes you part of the body. This is what makes you my bride. That we love each other. And sometimes it's tough to do, you know. I mean, recently I was in a group study, and this particular group was was uh, of a of a, pick, a particular persuasion, and they were just uh, they were just not nice to each other, and I was trying to figure out how is it that they just don't love each other in Jesus, and I was wondering, you know. How, how did this get to be this way? Well, I know. I know. You do too. Don't have to talk about it. Okay? Verse 13. There is no greater love than this, that a person gives his earthly life for the furtherance of his friends. Now, just think about that. There is no greater love then this, this is what Jesus is teaching here. Okay, you want to know where joy comes from? You want to know what it is to be a part of the body of Jesus? You want to know what it is to just be a child of God right here 
right here. There is no greater love than this, is what Jesus is saying. All right, one more bit about cleansing, okay? No greater love than this, that a person gives his earthly life, his earthly life, the time you have here for the furtherance of his friends. Wow. Now that's what Jesus means when he says that you love each other, that you have love one for another, that you give to each other. This is what Jesus is talking about, that we give our earthly lives for the furtherance, okay? For the continuance, for the, of what? Of what? Of what? Of Jesus, of his precepts, of his teachings, of preparing yourself to go home to heaven, okay? For the furtherance of his friends. And remember, Jesus called us his friends. And he wants us to love one another. This is good, isn't it? I hope you really are locking into this. Verse 14. Now watch this. Jesus says, verse 14, If you are my friends, you will do as I direct you. All right? He just laid down a huge collection of directives. These directives are for cleansing you. These directives are for filling you with the Holy Spirit. They are for filling you with joy. They are filling you with love and a love for one another. Okay? That's, that's what he just said. And now, and now he sums it up. He says, if you are my friends, you will do as I direct you. And this is powerful. This is why we, as his children, really need to concentrate on what Jesus said to us when he came. Okay? Really, really important. Because this is our Heavenly Father in the flesh. Alright? This is who you will stand before one day. This is, this is what we want to follow. These are the directions that he gave us. Right here. He gave us, okay, if you will do as I direct. Verse 15, powerful. Look at this. Look at what it says. You will no longer be called slaves. Your version might say servants. But you know, what's really interesting is that that word in the original language in which this was written and... I don't know why it wasn't rendered this way. I kind of think I do, but I'm not going to say because I think you might know too. The idea is this. You will no longer be called slaves, not just servants, but slaves, because that's what the word rendered. That was the original meaning, that we will no longer be called slaves. Because an owner prevents the slave to know what he is doing. Now you will be called my friends. And I want to kind of make, make you to, to catch hold of something here. You know, when Jesus came, he came to bring us a new covenant. And he also came to, 
to give us a, a precious gift, the gift called the promise. And not only did, did he come for this right here, but he also came to stop the insanity. Because what was going on on planet Earth before he arrived, it was, it was basically that. The, the people that were in, in leadership, that were in the controlling order of what they were giving people that were, was from our Father, okay? What they were doing is they were putting people in bondage. They were putting people into slavery. They were making people servants. They, that's what they were doing. They were putting people into bondage. All right? That's what they were doing. And that's really, when you stop and, and look at the whole picture, this is why Jesus showed up when he did and with what he would give us that would prevent this from ever happening again. Okay? We would no longer end up in bondage to someone, once you have the indwelling Holy Spirit in you, it ain't going to happen. It can't happen. You can no longer be hoodwinked. You can no longer be led. You can no longer be taken in the wrong direction. Why? Because the Holy Spirit now guides, leads, and teaches you. And you know the truth. And that truth will definitely set you free. So that's a mouthful. Very, very important in what Jesus is trying to teach us here and, and help us to understand about why he came and, and how important it is for the promise to be a part of your life. You will no longer be called slaves. Verse 15 again, because an owner prevents the slave to know what he is doing. And that was happening before Jesus came. You know, the people were being prevented from knowing what the truth was. They were only being told what they wanted the people to hear. And that happens in all religious organizations and all religious churches that are not part of the body, that are not part of the children of God. Okay, and there are many of them in the world. They only give people what they want to give people. And it, the purpose of it is to create slaves, to create servants, to create bondage. And they're doing it quite well. So be careful what you are involved in. You should be involved in one thing and one thing alone. And that is seeking the Holy Spirit for your life in an indwelling way that sets you free. That's what you should be endeavoring to do. And he says this right here. Now you will be called my friends because everything that I hear from Father, I make known to you. Now just get a hold of that. Jesus says, everything that I hear from Father, I make known to you. Now that's powerful. That is powerful. And how does he make it known to us? He makes it known to us by the Holy Spirit of our, of our Father. That which is sent to come after Jesus once Jesus went back to heaven. This is the promise. This is what we're talking about. He says, everything that I hear from Father, I make known to you. Man, do you want anything else in your life? Who would? Not me. I mean, this is what we desire right here. Verse 16, and this is going to just like psh, your minds, I promise you. Watch what he says here. You did not choose me, 
Oh my goodness. Verse 16, you did not choose me. How many of you out there think that you chose Jesus? Oh my goodness, what are you saying? I'm not saying nothing. I'm saying what Jesus is saying. You go look for it yourself. Verse 16, he says, you did not choose me, but you were led under my father, led under father to my name, and I chose you. Wow, that's huge, isn't it? That's how it happens. And we all know it. You are drawn by our Father's Holy Spirit. And while you are here, you are drawn by His Holy Spirit. It creates a desire inside you. It creates a desire to want to know, to want to seek. That's, that's how it happens. And that is, that is Jesus having you get to a place to where he's going to choose you. Verse 16 again, it says, You did not choose me, but you were led under my Father to my name. Oh, how precious. And I chose you. I have established you so that you will produce fruit and that your fruit will endure. It will stand the test of time. Wow. See how he brought this right back around to the vine. He has chosen us. And when you, are, when you have that, that desire in you and you have that drawn in your life, you have got to follow it. You've got to pursue it. And get to that place to where you will, you will meet Jesus. And all you have to do is ask. All you have to do is ask. You know, and you're not going to ask if you if the drawing is not happening. You're not, you're not going to. Why? Because you're caught up in the world. But you know what I'm talking about. Everyone that's a child of God has been there. Has been there. And you've been drawn by the Holy Spirit. And Jesus, you came before him. And you started talking with him and you said, I'm, I'm, I, I want to know you. I want to invite you into my life. Change my life. And then he reached down and chose you. Why? Because he could see that you were real. He could see your heart, which we can't do, by the way. None of us. None of us can see another person's heart. Only our Heavenly Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit can see what's really going on inside of you. And if that desire is that genuine and that sincere and that real, boy, watch out, baby. He's, he's going to reach out and he is going to choose you. And he's going to draw you right up to him. Oh, that is, that is so wonderful. So wonderful. And that you will, he says, that you will produce fruit and that your fruit will endure. It will endure the nonsense of this world. It will endure the nonsense of religion. It will endure the nonsense of people and crazy drivers and everything else. It will endure. It, man, it will and then I will look at what he says at the end of verse 16. Verse 16 is huge. At the end of it, he says this. If anyone desires this, ask. 
And he, capital H, will impart to you. Wow. This is the second time he said this now. All right, the second time in all of the all of these wonderful directives on being cleansed. This is the second time that he says, if anyone desires this, what we're talking about here, if anyone desires it, ask. And he, Jesus, will impart to you. He will entrust it into your life. He will impart it to you. That is powerful. I hope you, you, you are really catching that today. Just wonderful, wonderful. Verse 17. Therefore, I am directing you that you be faithful to one another. Okay? How important is that? We as the children of God here on planet Earth, surrounded by all the earthly stuff. How important is it for us to love one another? How important is it for us to be faithful to one another? This is what Jesus just said. He said, therefore, I am directing you, all right, right after he has told us once that we should love one another and keep his precepts, he is saying, I am directing you that you be faithful to one another. Faithful. Faithful in the things of Jesus, not in the things of the world, not in the things of some religious organization, but faithful in the things of Jesus to one another. This is what keeps us and full of joy, full of power, full of the grace of God, his un, his his divine influence upon us, each and every one of us. And this is what keeps us in the love of our Father. Just as Jesus said, if we love him, he loves us. Father loves us all. I mean, this is how it works. It's really, really very, very simple. So I'm going to stop there for today. That is verse 17. We have gotten in 10 verses here today, and there's a lot, a lot that we went over. And again, as I always say, you should go back over this and really lock into it. Go over it in your version, go over it in another version, just go over it again so that you can lock in these teachings of Jesus, because these teachings is what will change your life. Right here, his teachings. We exalt our Messiah, Jesus. Yeshua is what we call him. And this is what we want in our lives. I am so very glad that you stayed with us today and that you uh, participate in this series. I, again, Share this with your family, friends, and your foe. Share it so that people can come to understand what it takes to be in that place that everyone really desires to be. So for today, we're going to stop. 
And I'm so glad that you came again. I appreciate each and every one of you. And if you're new, welcome. Don't forget that we also are on podcasts, okay? We're on a lot of different podcasts, Spotify, Apple, iHeart, Spreacher, Google, Amazon, CastBox, Deezer, and on and on and on. We're on a lot of them. But if we're not on the one that you like, write it into us and we'll get it onto your podcast for you. So that when you're working out or you're bike riding or something and you want to listen, that's you know, not that this is the only thing you listen to, because I know it's not. I know a lot of you like your music and other teachings as well. And I hope it's edifying you and lifting you up and keeping you full of the joy. So God bless each and every one of you. Jesus loves you. Until next time, don't forget to take time to prayer for prayer. Get yourself in a place where you can connect with our Father in a very humble and right way and get that fresh anointing in your life. Jesus loves you. Till next time, bye-bye.